to mr dan leno on his appearance at sandringham by t w h crossland read for LibriVox.org by bruce Kachuk. dear mr dan leno this has been a great week for art one of the biggest weeks in fact on record for at the beginning of the week my dear mr leno you were a mere popular entertainer whereas at the present moment you are a proud and happy man and in a position to walk about the strand with a diamond e scintillating in your cravat the thing that was anticipated by the intelligent paragraphists my dear mr leno has come to pass his britannic majesty king edward the seventh d g b at t t b r i i does intend to give artists and authors and people a little bit more of a show than has hitherto fallen to their lot his majesty my dear mr leno has always been noted for his tact and in opening the ball with you as it were his majesty has exhibited an amount of tact which leaves absolutely nothing to be desired had he commenced with mr swinburne or myself or mr hall kane what howls there would have been whereas as it is everybody is delighted and the halls resound nightly with his majesty's praises furthermore besides being tactful the king's choice of you my dear mr leno for an invitation to sandringham has its basis in a profound common sense for i am acquainted with nobody in the movement my dear mr leno who could have done the sandringham turn with anything like the success which appears to have been yours i gather from interviews that the king laughed heartily at your jokes and that it was a treat to see him enjoying himself it is just here that mr swinburne myself and mr hall kane would have broken down it seems to me unlikely that the king would have laughed at mr swinburne's jokes my own jokes as everybody is aware are constructed on a principle which entirely prohibits laughter while as for mr hall kane's jokes they have such a tremendous sale that it is not good form to laugh at them mr leno my boy you have been the humble means of doing us all a great kindness those jokes of yours which have tickled royal ears will be nectar to me when next it is my pleasurable duty to sit under you that hand which royalty has shaken i shall grasp with an added fervor that smile will cheer me all the more readily because it has cheered my liege lord and sovereign those feet but after all the great point is the scarf-pin i suppose you would not care to lend it to me for a week or two while i have one made like it End of poem this recording is in the public domain